Welcome to Campaign 2023 in Mansfield. I am Steve Casillo with the About Mansfield podcast. And to my left, now I know this is audio only, so you're going to have to just imagine that, yeah, she is actually to my left, is uh, from the Mansfield Record, the managing editor. And it is my pleasure to be partnering with the Mansfield Record. Uh, this is uh, Amanda Rogers, and, and you're going to get up nice and close to that microphone. Say hi to the Mansfieldians. Hey, how are y'all? And uh, so it's been great uh, partnering with, uh, with, with the Mansfield Record and, and doing each of these candidate interviews. I mentioned uh, in the past and mentioned again, if you want to subscribe to the About Mansfield podcast, head on over to my website, which is aboutmansfield.com. And there is a little uh, form right there on the homepage. Just enter your email address. Boom, you get notifications every time there's a new podcast. If you want to uh, subscribe to the the Mansfield Record. Amanda, how do people subscribe to the the Mansfield Record? You go to mansfieldrecord.com and you click on subscribe. It is free. And you will get weekly blast of what is going on in Mansfield. There you go. Your 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 weekly source for news, whether it's by audio or by website uh, in written form. Uh, it's been a pleasure so far pairing up and, uh, and partnering with you. Thank you, Steve. In the studio today, uh, in fact, why don't you go ahead and introduce our studio, our, our, our studio guest, and I will yield the first question to you. Hi, we are excited to interview Gary Cardinelli, who is running for place six, place six um, on the Mansfield City Council. Gary, you have been a fixture. You and your, your wife have both been a fixture at City Hall for a very long time. How long have you lived in Mansfield, and how long did you work for the city, and in what capacity? I have been here since 1990, so 30-plus oh years. Oh my, uh, my wife's family actually has been here since 1935, um, a long time. So I've been around the city and, and uh, involved in the city for seems like decades. Well, in fact, it is decades. So. Oh, man. <laughs> And you worked for the city for how long? 30 years. 30 years. 30 years. And, and what was your title with the city? Uh, at first, I ran our um, jail, our jail that held federal prisoners um, for seven years. And then I was brought down to the budget and purchasing uh, office. And I've been the budget and purchasing officer for 23 years. So uh, I've, I've seen a lot, a lot of change. Uh, Broad Street was two lanes. Country Club was two lanes. Uh, no heritage park or just a little bit of heritage parkway. Uh, and so I, I've seen quite a bit of change throughout the city. So it's been uh, the city's, I love the city. Uh, city's been extremely good to my family and I. So uh, I have nothing but good things to say about Mansfield. The question of the day, why are you running for council? It's, it's really, you know, I, I, I retired. We bought a little uh, condo up in Granbury uh, and I said, this, I should have done this three years ago, but uh, I started driving around and my wife kept complaining, Gary, do you realize how bad traffic is? I said, no, I, you know, I came home from work and, and mowed the lawn and, you know, uh, sat on, sat at our pool and I'm like, no, it's not really that bad. So I started driving around and I'm like, wow, it really is bad. I said, has it ever been this bad? And she said, it's been that way for a couple of years. And I said, wow, I did not realize how bad traffic was. Um, and of course, she'd come home and say, well, there's another wreck at, at, at uh, 
you know, Matlock and Debbie, or there's another wreck at Broad and uh, Main Street. And, and, and she kept telling me that. And I'm like, wow. So I started driving around more, had more time to drive around, sure. obviously. And, you know, she's right. And of course, as you know, Steve, we live over in the Arbor, so we're right behind Fire Station 3. And boy, that's going all the time. We hear that a lot. A don't lot. We? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's, I'm, I'm sure it's not all accidents, but. Uh, Seems like Matlock and Cannon. Matlock and Cannon is, 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 is prime real estate for accidents, it seems yeah. like. So, uh, and of course, our population has increased. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow. Um, and then I just started to notice some things um, that I was a little concerned with when I left. So I'm like, oh, this is uh, this is uh, we're getting a little we're we're getting a little wild with growth here. Uh, I started notice, noticing the apartments popping up, and I'm like, wow, lots of apartments now. Percentage wise, it probably you know I, I know that there's been some data out that says, well, we really don't have that many apartments in Mansfield. Well. That may be true, mm-hmm. but the fact is, you, I always this is kind of my theme. Your eyes don't lie. There's a there's a ton uh, along 360. Um, obviously, you know they're going in off a of Regency Parkway now. Down here, there's some uh, other apartment complexes that are proposed, and I'm concerned that those are going to drive traffic along our arterials and our major major thoroughfares. Obviously, we have four major intersectors that come in here mm-hmm. and then of course you're bordered by 360 and 287 so i thought you know maybe maybe we need to rethink this every time i saw um a council meeting we were proposing a new mixed-use development with apartments not that not that apartments are bad what's bad is the the traffic it creates and the strains on your infrastructure because it just does it's just common sense so i'm really a simple guy eyes, common sense, uh, and eventually those start affecting your services. So that's kind of what it kind of exactly uh, why I decided to throw my hat in the ring. All right. And that's that's pretty much uh, its growth. I think we're growing too fast, way too fast. Uh, I don't think we have to fill up every piece of land right away. I think we should wait for the right deal, uh, and we need to be careful when we're doing these things and take our time and get the best deal we have. We can, we can get, uh, I don't want to be a property developer. I, I don't, I don't think cities need to be involved in that. I think you get in a trick bag when you do that. Yeah. You tend to overpay for property when you don't have to. And, uh, you're, you're kind of getting in there. You don't need to be in. So, uh, just a few of those things that I'm concerned with, honestly. Mr. Carnelli, um, you said that we're growing too fast. And, I mean, we've been here since 2000. Yes. We've seen, holy cow. We have. Um, what would you do to slow growth at this point? Some people are like, this is a train and we can't get off. Right. I, and, and, you know, I, I've heard that before also. Everybody's grown everywhere around. Um, I think you need to diversify your tax base to start. In other words, you commercial industrial developments are good. I mean, people come into work. Uh, I think by putting more apartments, I mean, I think last count, there's about a thousand apartments proposed, Mm -hmm. more coming in. I think that's a lot of apartments. And I I think we need to stop that until our infrastructure catches up. Our infrastructure can't keep up. You can go to Lone Star Road. Well, y'all know anywhere in the city, Lone Star Road, Broad, 
we've got the HEB coming in, which I'm elated about. But that that corner is going to be filled with traffic, especially around the holidays and during school. Right. Uh, and we've got them going all over the place. And we're also not – we're putting – apartments in all over the city. It's not like we're off a of 360 apartments are going in. They're going everywhere. It's a proposal downtown for apartments, the whole capital, which I, I guess uh, hasn't made yet, but that was a, a development with 253 apartments, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a, pr- a proposal that was floating around for 653 apartments along the Wisteria Magnolia corridor. Uh, that's kind of right in the middle of an industrial area and that makes absolutely no sense to me but you know and I also think we need we need to have a definite land use plan and I know your wife had worked on that Steve uh, but I think we need to develop that before we start putting developments right in there. areas and then build our land use around those plans I think that's that's kind of a mistake and the other thing is we need to listen to our residents uh, I'm not opposed I lived in I lived in an apartment for four years while I went to school. Uh, when I was at Missouri, I lived in a dormitory. That was an efficiency, basically, and that was a pretty nice efficiency. So I, I'm not opposed to apartments, but I think growth is starting to affect us. And I think in an effort to reduce our – let's slow slow down and stop some of that and let our infrastructure catch up. They say that there's about 23, 25% empty space left Correct. in Mansfield. What would you do with that space? Well, I, I think a couple of things, and I can cite a couple of examples to mm-hmm. you. Um, the largest taxpayer in this town, despite what we've heard, I mean, it's it's in the city's budget document. Amaz- imagine that. I know where to go look at it. Um, <laughs> But but is Mauser Electronics? Sure, it's a distribution warehouse. It's a manufacturing distribution. It pays 170 million dollars in taxes in this city, uh, taxable value. Excuse me, not 170 million dollars in, in property tax. The the value on it also contributes to the city. Uh, there was a program that was invented a few years back. It's called a pilot program, which is a payment in lieu of taxes. They contribute on average a little over three million dollars to the city. Those are the type of industries we're talking about. And I know there, there's a lot of pushback on this, but I don't think uh, – I don't remember the name of it. I was out there the other day um, where the movie, the mm-hmm. studio complex, I think that's a great concept. Mm-hmm. It has an apartment piece to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about that. But I also think that that particular area – I mean, the Amazon warehouse is out there. Klein Tools is out there. Uh, I would, I would like to move that out of that industrial area. Let's put it in an area where it makes sense. Where if you're bringing in people from the outside that are coming from the airport mm-hmm. or or driving in, put it along a major thoroughfare with, near some hotels. That's that's out there. Uh, but if someone's working six months on a let's say sure. let's say Yellowstone was yes. being was being yes. recorded here in Mansfield, wouldn't that be part of the apartment that those directors, producers, camera people would? Could would, it could be? Um, would, so they'd be more short term apartments. It, it could be, uh, but as you know, there's a lot and there's a lot of discussion about this too. There's mm-hmm. a lot of Airbnb, VRBO discussions, uh, those kind of things. 
Uh, also, the hotels would love to have that business, uh, honestly. Uh, right now, the council goes out of town every year, uh, 70 to 80 miles out of town to have a retreat. I, I don't understand that. They spend thousands of dollars doing that. That money needs to come back in. I mean, we need to shop Mansfield. So, yes, I, I, I think you could do a component of that, but you need to have it in the right area. Um, again, uh, we don't know if that would be a short-term. They, they tell us it would be mm-hmm. a short-term rental. I, I'd have, I'm, I'm always a trust and, verify, trust and verify guy, going back to Ronald Reagan, I guess. <laughs> I'm just naturally suspicious maybe, but I, I think there's a place for that because I think it's a great concept. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I think we need to massage that a little bit and not just plop it in an industrial area. I mean, if you, you've, I'm sure you've driven out there. It just doesn't, it, it doesn't fit with what's out there. And, and we can garner a lot more property tax uh, benefit from having it along a major corridor. And his state of the city, um, when um, Joe Smolinski addressed um, a crowd at the Dr. V Center. Mm-hmm. He said that um, what is coming is more multi-use. Um, that's what he sees because it costs less for the infrastructure because you do not have to pay for so many roads to go to individual houses. He said that is the future of the city. What What do you think of that? And how is your relationship with uh, Mr. Smolinski? Well, I've been accused of being a disgruntled employee. In fact, my opponent mentioned it to me in a phone call. I'm like, well, that's, that's not, that's not, that is not even true mm-hmm. for one. But aside from that, multi-use is great. Um, it's great if you go to any big city, multi-use, downtown Fort Worth, Dallas. Uh, there was a post today, Alexandria, Virginia, um, but in the right area, downtown where we have a lot of restaurants, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Meehan Steakhouse, great development. Uh, those kind of things downtown, maybe at the Hogue Capital. I think as you get out, I'm not I'm not sure. You're, we have one true mixed-use development in this city right now. It's over that? on Debbie Lane, mm-hmm. that Bellagio. Near, yeah, yes, near Lifetime right, Fitness. Near Lifetime Fitness, where there's shops down below that, and some of those have even gone out of business. But that's all we have. The... Uh, lofts on Main Street was supposed to be mixed use, and they're not. They were converted to apartments. My point is, major restaurants, high-end restaurants, are not going to plop themselves. I call it plop. Excuse me. Sure. In in a a confined area, they want traffic. That's they're traffic driven. So I'm not opposed to mixed use. Also, you know, they talk about walkability. That's the new urbanism, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, I toured those those things, Norton Commons, uh, Newtown in, in Missouri. Um, and yes, it does have some, some walkability, absolutely. But the fact is, we're Texans, and we drive cars, and they do too. And we drive big cars and big trucks. Yeah, we do. We, right? I mean, we, we just do. So while all that it conceptually is great, we're not there yet, and we're not going to be there for a while. And that's assuming that these projects make. Hope Global is a great, great example. We, we announced that early, and we're not turning dirt. So public, transport in, uh, it, it, public transit in, in Mansfield is not a good idea. Public transit 
is a good idea. Is a good can, idea. If you can get the funding to get it out here from the state. Okay. But look how long it took for a 360. But Texans love their vehicles. But Texans do love their vehicles. It, I mean, obviously, the, you know, the, the trains going into Dallas and Fort Worth. Sure. Um, I, I'm not sure about what you mean by public transit okay, as far well, as like. Uh, if if the municipalities, let's say sure. uh, Mansfield, Arlington, Midlothian, uh, all worked out a, a, a bus system where sure. maybe I could walk down to the corner and take the bus to UTA and be a professor or sure. or, or a student. Sure. Um, that's, so, yeah, having a bus system I got you. roll through Mansfield. I, I don't – I think conceptually it's a great idea. As a practical matter, again, we like our cars and trucks. And we like to drive. And the other thing is, um, you know, in July, I'm not probably walking anywhere much. <laughs> I'm driving my car. I imagine from June to October, I'm in a car driving somewhere. Now, would I walk to a coffee shop, the, the Flying Squirrel downtown or Main Street Tacos? Sure, if I lived down there, probably I would. But I'm not going to walk all the time. And I'm not, and there's no grocery store close. I'm not walking to the grocery store, um, you know, and I can only eat Main Street tacos, which, by the way, I love uh, so many times. And I can only afford Meehan Steakhouse once in a while, although it's fantastic. So uh, where we're going to put these developments, people are still going to drive. I don't care if you narrow the streets. I've, I've been involved in all this. Uh, you narrow the streets and you do all that kind of stuff. Uh, people are going to drive. Uh, eventually, we're going to get there. I was reading a study. Even the new millennials, you know, that don't want to drive and don't get their driver's licenses. But when the electric cars and the self-driving cars come out, they like technology. Yeah. And you're going to see that migration. Uh, so anyway, yes, that's just a, I'm kind of passionate about that. I'm sorry. In the... We've only got a couple of minutes left. Sure. Twenty minutes goes goes Quick, like that. It really so, does. Uh, Amanda's got a question, and then I'll uh, I'll follow it up with a uh, with a conclusion. Sure. You are running against an incumbent. I am. Do you see that as a positive or a negative? Uh, I see it as both. Uh, I I think I understand well from the positive side. I understand how the government work, how the city government works, how we develop policies, how we do planning. Um, I understand land use. I understand economic development. We were involved early on in a lot of those projects. Uh, Klein Tools is a prime example. Uh, there was some creativity. So I understand how, all that. I went to council meetings for 30 years. Some of them went till 2 and 3 in the morning mm -hmm. on issues. You remember those. Yes, they do. Uh, so I understand how government works. Todd's a great guy. I don't have anything against Todd. I, I think sometimes we don't understand the impact of what we do long term. I think it's a it's new and shiny and we love it right away. But then we have to really evaluate what are we doing? And more importantly, we've got to listen to residents. I think that's extremely important. I think we've I think the majority of the council does. Um, but I think everybody needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. Everybody. If you've got a concern about apartments, I understand. If you have a concern about traffic, I understand. So I think that's really important. So that's what I bring. I think I have that. I've been around here a long time. I know a lot of people. Todd does too, obviously. Uh, he's a business owner. I understand. But business is different than government. Uh, 
The other thing is, and I'm, I'm really passionate about this, it's not my money. Yeah. It's your money. I'm I'm not uh, I'm I'm concerned about frivolous spending, quite frankly. I won't go into all the details, but I am. You have a city a budget that expanded by 10 million dollars year over year. That's a lot. And you know, this I, this was not part of my question, sure. but uh, the 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 city council members are are now accepting a thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. uh, in favor, opposed. Uh, I am not opposed to city council members being paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of things on that point, obviously, and I I, I think they understand. You you should have told the public, obviously, that that was a big deal that came out, right? right. Um, whether I, you know, I really don't believe they were trying to sneak it in. I, I think they just – they didn't. Um, I think some of the meetings and some of the hours that they spend are self-inflicted by management. I think when you're going all over the countryside and touring developments and going to D.C. and while, while some of those are important, I think you're, self, you're, you're creating – Special meetings. I mean, if you look on the agendas, any time of the day or night, there's a special meeting mm-hmm. or there's a meeting on this or there's a meeting on that. I think some of those hours are self-inflicted. Um, and, I, and I get the push. And that's part of my, let's slow this thing down. We, do, we don't have to fill up 25% of our vacant land right away. We could do that. It took us a long time. It took 30 years to get 360 down here. Oh, yeah. Literally. It took 30 years. I mean, are we really in a hurry? And and the, and the argument about my kids can't afford to live here, well, I, at 25 or 26, I couldn't have afforded a big house either. But as I moved in, moved up, moved in, got better employment, I was able to afford a house or, or, or a town. I, I, I want people to invest. I want you to be – I'm a property owner. That I, that doesn't mean density's bad. You could have a downtown's a prime example of some of those houses down there. Sure, they're dense, but they're great properties, in my opinion. Um, so, I hope that answers your question. I'm sorry, I it does. Didn't no, need to go that's, off. It's great. Gary Cardinale run, running for uh, city council place six. Yes. If someone wanted to reach out and ask more questions of candidate. Gary Cardinelli, how can they reach out to you? Well, I have a Facebook page. It's okay. Cardinelli for Council uh, dot com. They can call me at Cardinelli Gary or te- email me at CardinelliGary.com. Pretty simple. I keep it simple. Uh, or call me on my cell phone, uh, 817-504-2629. I'll be happy to answer your questions. Uh, call or text. Early voting starts on April 24th, uh, runs through May 2nd. Election Day is Saturday, May 6th. Gary Cardinale, good luck on May 6th. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. You're welcome.